I, I, I maybe I did play just a little bit too much. Oh, Judas Priest! <laughs> you won't hear us playing Judas Priest, but you will be hearing an entertaining sports show with myself, Frank, and David the Man of God Harris on WSUT's After Further Review, airing Saturdays 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. And throughout the week, with our replay, 6 a.m. to 8 a.m. on Toledo's only alternative in your on-campus radio station, 88.3 WXUT. Oh, Judas Priest! <laughs> time it is when you hear that sound it's time for frank's power play frank welcome back on the show another week another day another dollar and you know what it's playoff time it makes you want to holler go ahead frank (laughs) all righty and we'll start it off by taking a look at the playoffs and get out the vacuum cleaner because we've had not one but two sweeps in the first round uh, That's right. The Golden the, Knights got the the sweet man. Uh, let's see here. We go. Uh, yeah, yeah. But I think what that really showed me is that Vegas they can win those tough, grinded out games. Things as we've got the vacuum going. Yep. And uh, so they, so they were able to shut down an LA Kings team that had a lot of playoff experience and just kind of grind out tough. Two. There was actually two one nothing wins in that series. He's in, of course, L.A. They're saying everybody's got trouble scoring there, so it'll be kind of interesting in offseason for them. I don't think that John Stevens or any of the coaches are going to go anywhere, but I think they got to shake things up to score more goals. And the other sweep that happened, this might result in heads rolling. The San Jose Sharks, they didn't just sweep the Ducks. They essentially... Mollywop, Stanky Leg, Pound Town, whatever you want to call it, the Ducks in four games, including an eight to one thrashing in game three. Yeah, that series got ugly pretty quick as I believe the Sharks outscored the Ducks by a total of 16 to four. There's 16 to 4 in four games and it sounds like that there may be some changes happening in Anaheim from what I've heard from Damian Cox of Sportsnet in Canada he thinks that Randy Carlisle might get shown the door or possibly Bob Murray the GM may be out as well there could be a lot of turnover coming in Anaheim so stay tuned there and as for the winners the Sharks and Golden Knights will meet in the second round. That's already set. We don't know what day that'll begin or when or what time games will be, although it's going to be probably some 10 o'clock starts for all of them. But again, Vegas still continuing to prove people wrong, including me, because I wasn't sure how well they perform on a bigger stage. And now they're showing that not only can they, in the regular season, have they been able to win games where you can skate with teams with a lot of speed but they can win those tough grinded out games as well and I would say right now if I'm San Jose they might they could be heading into a buzzsaw so stay tuned I'll probably have some predictions of that in coming weeks once that series is finished looking at other playoff series right now that are still going on they'll happen Friday night 
First up on NBC Sports Network, the Philadelphia Flyers against David the Man of God Harris's Pittsburgh Penguins. And this series has quickly turned into a beatdown like I expected. After the Penguins put up a touchdown in Game 1, Philly kind of turned the tables in Game 2, won it 5-1. And then we get the Penguins responding with a couple of with a 5-1 and 5-0 victory in games 3 and 4. That will likely be closed out Friday night. Again, on NBC Sports Network. So, make sure you're watching that. And I'm sure I'll be... David will be celebrating a win over the Flyers, who he claims they want. He doesn't recognize as a rival. So, who knows what that'll come of that. Also... Minnesota Wild Winnipeg Jets will be at 7.30 Friday night, USA Network. Jets lead that series three games to one. Uh, and it jumped out to a 2-0 lead. Then Minnesota stormed back with a 6-2 win on Sunday at XL Energy Center. Arena, excuse me. He, he, and then the Jets respond with a 2 nothing win in Game 4. Billups close that out at Bell MTS Place, but will be without a key player. I'll get to that momentarily. And another potential closeout game tonight in Nashville, as the Nashville Predators look to close out the Colorado Avalanche, as the Preds lead that one 3-1. to one. Couple of, First couple of games were kind of close. I know the Avs lost by one goal in Game 2. Then the Avs ended up chasing Pecorino in Game 3, winning 5-2. Hello, Nathan McKinnon, as he showed up in a big way. But since then, he was on a milk carton in Game, game 4. Didn't score a point. Preds win that one 3-2. They'll look to close it out in Smashville tonight at 9.30. Excuse me, Friday night at 9.30 on NBCSN. And Saturday's action, right now, the Lightning and Devils will play at 3 o'clock on NBC or NBC Sports Network. Herc, Lightning will look to close that one out. Out after they did lose game 3, 5-2, but that was actually closer than what the score indicated as the Devils scored a couple of empty netters. Blue Jackets and Capitals. This series is actually gonna the only one that's gonna go at least to a game six. That'll be a three o'clock tilt on NBC or NBCSN. And as the Capitals won game three in overtime, time and then won four one on Thursday night, a game that Jackets coach John Tortorella says that his team just sucked and laid an egg. So another classic drop from Torts there. And then Maple Leafs and Bruins, that will be at 8 o'clock on NBC, nationally televised game. Bruins will look to close that one out after the Leafs took game three, but then the Bruins came back in game four to make it three to one. But I got to give a call to David Posternock, who has put up 11 points in the playoffs and currently leading everybody in playoff scoring. Hang so. Looks like the Bruins will probably close that one out, but you never know. I think that'll likely happen as Austin Matthews has been almost non-existent except for Game 3 for the Leafs. 
But the Leafs will get somebody back from an injury, from suspension, I should say. So that'll lead me now to shift gears to the news on the Department of Player Safety front. Now, on our last show, I mentioned that Leafs forward Nazem Kadri was going to have a hearing paying for boarding or charging Bruins forward Tommy Wingles. Well, he got slapped with a three-game suspension, missed game two, three, and four. He will return Saturday to the lineup. I highly doubt that it'll be enough, though. But you may be getting out the vacuum cleaner for the Leafs. Other suspensions. Jets defenseman Josh Morrissey was suspended one game for cross-checking wild forward Eric Stahl in game four. He will miss game five on Friday. Okay, so I don't know how huge of a loss that will be as Morrissey is a solid defenseman, but I think the Jets actually have some depth on their blue line where they can, they won't hurt them too badly. And plus, they'll be back at home in Winnipeg, which has shown to be a pretty hostile environment for the playoffs. And also announced last night that Predators forward Ryan Hartman, he will miss Game 5 against the Avs as he was suspended one game for an illegal check to the head of Avalanche forward Carl Soderberg. Hartman, a fourth-line player, so his loss won't be too huge. So I expect the Preds to close out that series as well. Of course, we've also got some awards nominations that have come out. How is all... I have to go to my phone for that. As right now, the fi- we have some finalists for the Nor- the James Norris Trophy, which is for the best defenseman. Your finalists for that, Drew Doughty of the LA Kings, Victor Hedman of the Tampa Bay Lightning, and P.K. Subban of the Nashville Predators. All three definitely played. They are worthy of receiving the award, if you ask me. Some other awards... The Frank Selke Trophy for Best Defensive Forward, Patrice Bergeron of the Boston Bruins, Sean Couturier of the Philadelphia Flyers, and Andre Kopitar of the LA Kings. Three great selections. I think Bergeron or Kopitar probably gets it, though, because they're both very great two-way players. And as for the Vezina Trophy for Best Goaltender, your finalists for that, Tekarine of Nashville, Andre Vasilevsky of Tampa Bay and Connor Hellebuck of the Jets. Again, tough call right now as to who might win that. Every one of them has a case. Could be Vasilevsky. Hellebuck definitely setting his record for most wins by an American-born goaltender. And Rene has always been one of the best in the NHL. So definitely all those gentlemen have a worthy case for the Vesta Trophy. Now, some coaching carousel news, and this was some breaking news that did come out today on Friday that I believe it's uh, Bill Peters of the Carolina Hurricanes. He has resigned as head coach, effective immediately, but it sounds like that he may be going somewhere else that has a vacancy, and that is Calgary, as Calgary has fired Glenn Gulletlin after two seasons, made the playoff. Made the playoffs once, and then just kind of flamed out, pun not intended. So it sounds like Peters could be headed to Calgary. I did mention last week he might even end up in Dallas just because of his 
relationship with Jim Nell, who he had worked with in the Detroit organization. And speaking of the Detroit organization, just a minor note on some coaching. As assistant coach John, John Torchetti will not be retained. Torchetti was responsible for working with the Red Wings forwards and power play unit and had not done a very good job. So I think maybe there is some, not some, we're bringing the band back together syndrome in the Red Wings organization. So who knows what's going to happen there. Or maybe Ken Holland told Blashley, said, look, why don't you stay? But you're going to have to get rid of some of your assistant coaches. So that will pretty much wrap up my power play for this weekend of April Saturday, April 21st 2018 as the first round of the playoffs could very well end by month, by Sunday What do you think of uh, Columbus uh, actually beating the Caps, two, getting up 2-0 and then they go back to Columbus and they drop some and Ovechkin's saying they're going to win the series caps are well it seems like Ilvechkin's trying to channel his inner Mark Messier which for those of you who weren't around in 94 Mark Messier when he was playing for the New York Rangers they were down like three games to two facing elimination against the New Jersey Devils and and uh, I think it was Messier who said that they would win they would win game six or game seven that we're gonna win and they and he backed up his talk, and they ended up winning. So, I mean, Ovech, Ovechkin's been kind of on the quiet side as I look up, see what he's as he hasn't. He's not even leading his team in points or goals scored. As Evgeny Kuznetsov has scored the most goals for the Caps these playoffs, and John Carlson leading in points. So maybe he's just he's just commanded so much attention. The Jackets have been able to keep him contained. But other guys are stepping up, and he's be- and they're listening to what he has to say. Hey, so I think that's it. I mean, that series. There's at least two more games. I know Saturday. Hey, they will play at three o'clock, and I do want to say this, and we'll probably get into this in a later segment. Why are we putting two games on in the same time slot? Uh, and not even nationally televised on the same network. They're both on either going to be NBC or NBC Sports Network. That is just plain stupid. You don't see Canada doing that because in Canada, Blue Jackets Capitals is on Sportsnet, which is owned by Rogers, and Devils Lightning is on Sportsnet 360. I mean, if you want to put them on two different networks, okay, but... Why not do a game, do Devils Lightning or Blue Jackets Capitals at 12:30, then do the other game at three o'clock, and then you have the Saturday night cap on national TV between the Leafs and the Bruins. Yeah, that's true. I, I actually have a beef with the NBA because they're kind of doing that too with the NBA TV's deal. But we'll talk about that in the next segment. So you're gonna wrap up the uh, the power play here? Uh, yep, that'll pretty much wrap it up. As the ser- as pretty much all playoff series will likely be done by Monday, is that is the only ge- Monday is the only guaranteed game six between the Capitals and Blue Jackets. That series is the only one tied at two. Everything else is three to one. Yeah, that's true. All right, Frank. Well, we got it done here. What 
Frank here on the power play. Make sure you always listen to Frank's power play on either on AFR, on WXUT from 11 to 1 on Saturdays, or we'll have it on our SoundCloud page or on iTunes for this uh, podcast. Coming up next, a whole bunch of hot takes about the NHL and NBA. And me and Frank will talk about it next here on 88.3 WXUT. After further review, we'll be back after this.